1: Hello and welcome to the show with me Gillian Gossel. Today I am really excited to have as my guest a brother and sister team who are just launching Metropolis World. A, a new metaverse is quite quite different to existing ones and the reason why it's different I think is because of their backgrounds. So uh, Rania Ajani and Rashid Ajami, thank you very much for coming on the show. Thank you so much for having us Gillian, thanks so much. No, no, I'm, I'm, I, it's, it's not often when I do research on my subjects that I come across such interesting backgrounds. I go, like, So Rani, start with you. You're a writer, director, and producer. Um, tell me a little bit about your, and your and awards. There's more awards on your, on your films, your short films. Uh, f- fantastic. Tell me a bit about your film work.
2: Yes, absolutely. So I uh, started in film. Um, I did a documentary on Gaddafi's female bodyguards while I was still studying at Tisch. Um, doing my master's there, uh, then did a couple of um, sort of fantastical films, really into really creating worlds and stylized environments that people um, can sort of get lost in, so creating atmosphere. And then actually after my films, I did spend a lot of time, I spent seven years uh, building an immersive interactive um, family adventure called Pips Island, and it was a very big success. We opened in Times Square, and at the time we were talking about multiverse, and the idea was that we were going to launch this new IP, um, this journey where people go through this entire island which we built out, kids were the heroes of the show, there were actors, there were puppets, there was technology, um, gamification, all kinds of things, and 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 that really, I think, was very influential in terms of what we're doing now with Metropolis, because we really spent a long time creating a very new entertainment platform that even the Disneys of the world were looking at. And and I think for us, um, or at least for myself, this world building, this idea of really taking time to build narratives and getting people hooked into a story is, I think, the key to to making people invested in any kind of metaverse world that you're doing
1: wow so you were a a real a real og as they say original gangster only you didn't maybe know it for the metaverse maybe i like that yeah and and O is definitely original not old okay (laughs) that's really interesting so you're you're looking at these things you're playing with it was it like 2d or or how were you making this experience immersive uh,
2: pre-metaverses It was actually fully tactile. It was fully three D. It was so we built um thirteen sets that you would go in. You would enter this incredible tree that would light up. You would go through these underground sea corals. I mean, the cat the characters were dressed up. We had animation built within the environment, so it was really a fully fleshed out world that was tactile and and we had children. Uh, come many times, like they they loved it so much. They loved this adventure and the characters, Pit, Pebble and Finn, and they were part of rescuing this island. And for us, it was at a time when not many people knew about immersive experiences. And and when we would tell people the idea, they, they would say, "Well, what is it? Is it a game? Where do I play?" And we're like, "No, no, no. You actually go, and it's in the flesh. It's physical. It's tactile." And we feel that you know that's very important for for kids, especially. So. The idea there was that we would launch um, these stories in a very immediate way with people and with audiences. And then from there, we started getting interest in doing the games and doing the graphic novels and, and the animated series. Uh, unfortunately, because of COVID, um, it didn't go, you know, we had to close the venue. And funny enough, and at the time, you know, I was always saying we need something tactile, something immediate. I've ended up more sort of exploring this virtual metaverse world. But I think for us and for Rashid as well, the key is, yes, it's virtual. Yes, there's metaverse, but how do we bridge back into our physical um, world? And how do we make this marriage between the two so so that Metropolis isn't just something I have to plug into, it's also something you can get a taste of and can engage with you know, whether it's an art gallery exhibit, whether it's an actual product, whether it's seeing a concert. So I think it's kind of been very exciting now to, to go and, and sort of bring my past with filmmaking and then my experience with immersive uh, experiences and now finally finding this platform to bring them together in a, in a very cool way.
1: Wow, that's, that's very interesting. And I love the fact, because I knew in when I've read the website and different pieces of information on you guys, you're saying you're spanning the digital and the real world so that's where that's coming from the idea that you want to be able to go to a place as well as be in a place just virtually because because we do live in the real world we are real people so that makes a lot of sense and the tactile thing makes a lot of sense too as well because you know i don't, I don't think you can, can you do touch in, in vr i don't know if that works maybe you can i mean i don't i'm not quite sure <laughs> i'm exposing my ignorance here now but i love the fact that you're going to combine the two that makes great sense so Rashid, you are also very famous and very well-known in your own right as well. You're producer and DJ, audiovisual artist. Um, so tell me a bit about your work and then how the two worlds sort of collided. And, and, and is this, oh, by the way, I should ask, is this your first um, um, uh, venture together as brother and sister or have you ever worked together before?
3: It's our first official venture. I mean, we've definitely collaborated in the past on a few music videos and, and, and smaller projects, but this is definitely okay. kind of full-on. Uh, business. Uh, Yeah, my background, you know, it's been in music and music production. And I think I've I've released on, you know, labels like Armada Music, Ministry of Sound, a little deep house, house music labels. Uh, But I've always been very interested in like audiovisual and immersive and how you can kind of take music and make it more experiential and, and immersive. So when I started to see what was happening in Web3 and with NFTs and the metaverse, I really felt there was an opportunity to kind of do something unique and interesting in the space. And I was, you know, last year, I remember in August when I was first looking at some of these NFT collections at the time where there was a really kind of big hype around them. I just felt like there was room to do something with a little bit more depth. And, you know, I'm used to what Ranya's done from a world building perspective and the level she goes to when kind of creating the stories and mythology around the world. And I really felt that was missing in these collections that were super hyped up. And that there was a there's there was room to create something just of a different quality and level than what's out there, and I think that's where we felt we really need to give this a shot and kind of push this forward.
1: And I was listening to some of your
2: music. You're quite chill, am I right? You're you're kind of sort of like a...
1: yeah, I'm exactly. I'm, I'm a
3: bit more chilled. Um, we're
2: actually using a lot of uh, Rashid's music um, with our content now. So I I edit a lot of stuff, too. So I've, it's been so nice that even the music is coming from Rashid, and it's not just something we're licensing.
1: That is so cool. It's, I mean, it, it comes from the back. You're both creatives, you're both artists and across. You know, it's interesting that you're artists, but you're also commercial in the sense that, you know, you're actually making films, documentaries you're a DJ, you're producing music. So it's it's the whole gamut. You understand how it all fits together. And um, tell me a little bit before we go on to Metropolis, uh, the We Are Animal NFTs that you did, Rashid. I was <laughs> just saying before we started recording, I found them a bit scary, actually. But tell me the concept behind these uh, these NFTs.
3: So, so I mean, me and Rani were just exploring how we can blend her film and photography with, with my music. And, and just, uh, you know, that was our first foray into just exploring what it's like to drop and just simply an NFT, because those are really more one-of-one audiovisual NFTs. So, uh, you know, it was a great experience to do that. We did it on Nona Ridge, and Rania, I think, you, you know, you could speak more <laughs> to the messaging behind the animal heads.
2: but um, well, we were sort of playing also on this whole craze of PFPs, and you have all these different animals that are being drawn, and with this, with these in particular, they're more real. They're actually actual humans wearing these animal heads. So it's sort of like a... A fun take on the whole animal PFP craze um, and and also exploring photography. And something we also did, but we didn't launch, uh, we did a ton of um, photography of the Libyan desert um, with Rashid's soundscapes. So one time I went and did a whole tour and there was some really incredible sites that you can't see anymore now within Libya and in that area. So that was also another sort of exploration of how do we sort of bring my visual um, expertise and, and Rashid's sort of audio sonic and, and music and how do we bring those together? Um, so it was just our sort of first experimentation.
1: Yeah, no, very impressive. I, I found them a little bit scary actually, but but very, I was like, I won't, I won't forget them. They're truly unforgettable, which is what you, were uh, memorable. Do you know what you remind me now of both of you, how you're interacting and collaborating? You know, you have, you meet siblings sometimes who sing together, and they have the most beautiful voices because they come from the same family, whatever it is. So you're both your artistic sides, your filmmaking and music. It's, um, it, it's yeah, it's, it's, it's something that's quite unique, I think, that you wouldn't get if you were just uh, two other ordinary folk who weren't related to each other. So it's interesting. So now, Metropolis. Where did the first idea, now you've done the immersive stuff, and that was more for children. So where did the first idea for the Metropolis come from and, and why, why Metropolis, the name?
2: Do you want me to go first, Rashid? Okay, and it sounds okay? Okay. Yes, you're great. Perfect. Okay, good, good, good. Um, so the idea came about really very randomly. I was working with our artist, Raphael, and he has this way of creating different landscapes and city streets. And the idea just came of, well, what if we could create NFTs that were dynamic and where you could enter a street corner and sort of learn about the characters that live on that street and the going ons and, you know, how all these neighborhoods could be their own little micro uh, communities and how fun that would be. And then we started talking more and we're like, well, okay, what if it's actually an entire metropolis and that metropolis, you become part of an entire city. So you own a piece of that and it's also you own a piece of a master painting that was also something we were sort of exploring at the very beginning this idea of of owning a piece of a bigger artwork Um, especially at the beginning when we were a little bit more art art focused Um, but as the more we started to build and the more stories we started to add and the more we realized okay we could create an entire universe here then we're like, okay, maybe it's not just one city, maybe it's six cities, and maybe the cities each have their own elemental power, and each one has its own quality and, and sort of style. So I, I think it was, it, it just came out of really almost randomly, but I think it does in many ways fit our past and our background and our interests. And um, yeah, I don't know, Rashid, if you want to add to that.
3: Oh, totally. And I, I think that kind of, blends in with the whole idea of the digi-physical, where you know, this metropolis, or let's take the first city, you know, it, it can be a giant, beautiful painting um, that it could sit in a gallery at the same time, it's a dynamic entire metaverse that you could enter and live in and actually engage within the ecosystem. So it's, it's really that, that, that's the critical piece.
1: I think it's amazing that every piece of the of metropolis, every, every street, every shop, every building, it's all unique. That's because a lot of um, uh, metaverses have like generated things so they're similar until maybe the, the owner, you know, personalized them. But these are all unique from the very beginning. How important was that to your project?
3: I think that was really kind of crucial for us as a differentiator. And, you know, it's one of the big things that, you know, this world is not a generative world it's it's bespoke so what you're owning as a property is completely unique to you as well as already has a story from day one so you know like it's like when you purchase this you purchase a home in london it has a history to it it has people that lived there before you it has a story and like and we felt that was important to differentiating from like a sandbox with the central end where you're just buying this kind of plot of land that feels very generic um and, and is hard to kind of engage with. Uh, so it, w- it was very important to us to kind of take that approach.
1: It's like when I look at the images um, uh, and obviously behind you there, Randy, but look at them, it's like a mixture of some sort of medieval Italian town combined with a futuristic, crazy space world because of all the shapes and stuff like that. It's it's um, quite crazy. Yeah. the
2: so idea t- behind that, oh, sorry. The idea okay. actually a lot of people bring that up is it's that it's these cities were born from mass destructions from these six asteroids and the idea is that it's all this collage and collection of past human history and culture all in a mishmash it's all sort of kind of been rebirthed again but you'll have the sort of asian influences with more middle eastern architecture with future meets even very almost fairy type tales so it's almost like taking all of the, you know humanity's collective consciousness and it's all formed this kind of very unique city with with, with the very different flavors to the buildings
1: because it, it does look very like it to me it kind of looks medieval in just the color especially continental i'm saying italian whatever but it's very futuristic too as well because the scale and the way it sort of all builds and stuff like that so you, there's an idea with the with the whole idea of the physical and the the virtual so there's an idea they're going to have maybe art galleries connected and, and virtual gaming and, and a marketplace. So what, what, tell me some of the plans that are, are envisaged there.
3: Totally, we're very excited about this idea of like a digi-physical marketplace where let's say you purchase uh, a Supreme Metropolis t-shirt like a unique drop that we would do in our ecosystem. You'd be able to get the real world Supreme t-shirt and wear that walking down the street and have the same exact one for your avatar in our virtual world. So it really just stays with this idea that, you know, you as a in the real world and your digital or metaverse identity should have a, a link and should have, you know, a, a seamlessness to it. So we're quite excited by that concept. Like, let's say you, have, you purchased even a piece of furniture that would sit in your home in Metropolis, that you could also have that same beautiful design in your real world home. And and we, we really get excited by this idea because it's a way to really bring brands into the ecosystem and and, and activate and do interesting, unique, um, curated drops that that I think could be really, really um, a great approach to to this.
1: Well, I think it makes sense because I know people say, oh, can we live in a virtual world? We have kind of done in COVID on our Zooms and all the rest. Um, And then you have all your NFTs and stuff currently mostly static, not not doing that much at the moment on your wallet. But if, if I've got some nice stuff, I want to see it. I don't, don't, don't just want it on my wallet. I want to have it on the wall. I want to sit in it. So I like the idea of bridging, because even though it's nice to have on your wallet, you can show it to your friends, but I'd like to have it elsewhere on the walls, perhaps, or, you know, as I say, sitting on and using it, drinking from it. So I, I think you're moving in the right direction. You're probably ahead of, a bit ahead of the posse, which is kind of interesting. Now, you've had some really big names attached to your project already. Now presumably it's because you have such a good reputation in your respective professions and careers so far. Do you want you tell us about some of the the big names that are are getting involved and in helping out?
3: Definitely. I mean, we put a yep. we put this emphasis on on our um, partnerships where it's more authentic in its approach. So we brought on about fifty founding citizens that we are creating custom properties for in our ecosystem. And That's these yes, we will. Let's talk. We should definitely uh, create your property. Um. And and yeah. So essentially from different backgrounds, art, music, film, crypto, uh, brands. And, and the whole idea is that you come to the city from day one and it's already vibrant and rich and, and, and has um, these people, you know, providing to the ecosystem. That was really important to us. Mm. want to add to that.
2: You want to name drop, Randy mm. a few of the, your big supporters? Oh, sure. I mean, we, we're going across many different industries. So we've got someone like Melton de Morris, Who's very big in the crypto world? You know we have like the, the Steve Ioki, we have Galantis, um, we have wonderful artists actually. That's a big one for us. So Fuck uh, Render, Chad Knight. Uh, th- th- thank Ryan. Thank you X. And then we actually have um, really interesting communities. Um, so like Crypto Moris, uh Fishy Fam, Um, So really bringing on board a really nice mixture of um, of people across different sort of sectors. Because
1: I think community is what what will help your um, project succeed or fail, lack of community. I think you're you're hitting the nail on the head there. So let's turn now to the technology. Um, So it's going to be built on Flare. Is there a reason why you chose the Flare blockchain?
3: Um, so we we met so one of our investors is outlier ventures and we were part of their accelerator program. So we were connected to Flair f- through the, the mentorship um kind of um introductions that were being made as as being part of that accelerator. And I I we just had some great conversations and shared a lot of vision on this idea of how you can actually create something that's interoperable and go from that being theoretical to actually like applicable. And uh and and that's kind of how the, the conversation developed, and it was the organic development over, you know, a few months, and yeah, we're very excited to work with them to really be able to allow this to be a capital city of the metaverse that's initially being launched on the Assyrian blockchain, but giving people the ability to, to maneuver across multiple blockchains, and then also other metaverses. So we're, we're really interested in this idea of being a hub that's connected to other metaverses and blockchains. And, and that's where we feel that there's a, a great partnership with Flare to explore how we actually make that a reality that's seamless.
1: And of course, Flare does present itself as, um, it enables secure interoperability between different metaverse ecosystems. So you've got the right partner in there and partnership being the name of the game. And Flare are going to also, be, you've just finished your seed round, but Flare is also going to give you a grant as well with some Flare tokens to uh, start the building, which is very exciting. So I also see um, there's going to be a, a token, a clay token, which is um, not, not launched yet. You haven't your TGE yet. You're still in beta, am I right? Yes. And um, you can earn your soft clay currency going forward. Um, but you're also launching passports. Tell me about the passports.
3: Totally. So. The passport is essentially a dynamic NFT that's like the entry into Metropolis world. So to, to enter our world, you need a passport. And what that allows you to do is it gives you um, a chance to earn a property in our Genesis city and then the cities that come after that. Uh, the first city is actually very limited. It's only around 500 properties, but the cities after will be more. It allows you, it guarantees you a spot to have an avatar. So we're launching these very beautiful um. Avatars that will start as PFPs, but then actually be fully usable in our metaverse. Um, and you can earn soft clay with your passport. Anything you do, even on our Discord or joining our events or going to a real-world event, um, can allow you to earn this soft clay that builds up in your passport. Um, and it allows you access to the, your gamer profile, and it's really just the key to the city. So. We're quite excited about it. And there's six types of passports that are very beautiful. they are artworks in their own right. And um, that's going to be our first launch in September.
1: So what would you say with Celeste being the first city? Is there a theme around Celeste? Is it an art city? Is it a sports city? You know, is, is, do you have a theme about the city or is it just a, I say just a city, a very beautiful city? Is it cultural perhaps or?
2: Yeah, we, it definitely has themes. It's definitely a cultural oasis. And it's definitely the theme of, you know, Celeste, and it's the elemental power of air being the city in the clouds. I think music is a very big uh, piece of it. We have a lot of founding citizens that are DJs, musicians, um, you know, very much in the music industry. So that's definitely, uh, I think a big one for us The sort of a city of music and and also art. and, and then there's a whole theme from the mythology, which is th- this idea of being able to fly, that a lot of the avatars, the citizens and the nomads, some of them have wings. So flight is like a big piece of the storytelling. And How do you get to the different parts of the city using flying contraptions and then sort of different sort of fun things.
1: Wow, that sounds amazing. I love the idea of flying. I think most people dream of flying, don't they? So it's like be able to put it into reality. So tell me uh, just give me a little bit idea about the roadmap so where are you now you've finished your pre-seed what's going to happen in the next we're now in uh, july middle of july in the heat wave what's going to happen in the coming months
3: so we've just started our our like official social rollout we'll start to tease some of these assets that the passports the city um, the website will launch which we're really excited about i mean it's it's just It's going to be a phenomenal website in comparison to what you see out there. Fully immersive and interactive and something you could spend hours exploring. Um, And then from there, we will push to start to announce all these partners we have, these 50 to 100 early partners and really start, you know, just creating events with them, AMAs, talks, workshops, physical events. Uh, And then we'll launch the passports in September to bring in our early first community and we'll work with that community to really then build out the first kind of core features of, of the platform. So we've already actually built the, the, the DigiPhysical Marketplace, the gamer profiles. But when it comes to the actual virtual world, we want that feedback loop. We want to work with, our, um, with, with the, the users of the world to actually build something that people really want to live in and, and be part of. So uh, that will all be happening. And then at the same time, we are talking to some really great kind of, uh, partners, investment partners that may want to come in and invest to, to accelerate that process to really help us build the Roblox type model where we have a, a very flexible customized world that people can do a ton of stuff in and essentially create their own ecosystem within there, run a business in there, have their own gallery in there, have their own kind of publication that publishes out to the Metropolis World community. So. Um, on that, last thing to mention, we, we're also launching a Metropolis World grant, our own grant, not as big and epic as the Flair grant, but it's, it's more just for small creators to, to build in our world. And that could be something as simple as like a film or book club to actually kind of creating a more fully fledged um, concept that would live in Metropolis World, because we want to empower um, s- um, smaller creators that are just getting into the space to have a, a, a space to, to, to build in.
1: Mm, I did see that because the, the, the fund is, it's not bad, it's up to 5,000, is that correct? Yes. So that's that's enough to get you started. Yes. But very exciting. And I love the fact you're giving back and you're only really just starting out. That's pretty cool. Um, so amazing. So if people want to find out more, the websites will be live very soon. And can you, can you give me the website so people can go and have a look? Yes,
3: so it's going to be metropolisworld.io. Is, is
1: well, I think it sounds amazing. It sounds like a place that I want to live in and, and fly around in and, and do things in. So thank you very much. And again, say you have a lovely harmony there, that both of you working together, brother and sister, it, it adds something special to the project. Thank you very much indeed for your time. Thank you so Thanks so much, thank for having you us. Thank you.
0: thank you for listening to the latest Irish Tech News podcast. Check back every day for the latest episode. You can follow us on Twitter at Irish underscore tech news, on Facebook,